0: Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. It is the week of January 22nd, 2024. Just moving along here. Almost February. We're almost there. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Disney World Today. It's all one word. My DMs are always open on Instagram. Feel free to send me a message. If you're listening to the show, you like what you're hearing, you want to let me know if you have ideas for the show, top 10 lists, rankings, entire episode ideas you just want to talk disney just want to vent hit me up on instagram also wherever you're listening to this hit that subscribe button leave me a rating and a review uh, if you do write me a review i'll give you a shout out on the very next episode do have a new review this week i want to give a shout out to sunny eclipse on instagram he gave me a nice long review here he said Kevin's Disney World Today podcast is a for-fans-by-fans WDW podcast without any pretense. Like Kevin, I grew up going to the parks as a child in the 90s, so for me, it's great to throw this podcast on and listen to someone reminisce about the parks from a familiar vantage point. The editing and audio aren't super polished, but the amateur feel endears you to its host, and in my opinion, it's part of the podcast's appeal. Kevin's podcast is his passion project and his genuine enthusiasm for the parks radiates through the airwaves every week with each new episode. Easily digestible, often in top 10 list format, this podcast is accessible for any parks fan, new or old. The podcast approaches the parks in a conversational tone with no frills, often through a nostalgic lens and its laid back feel makes it the perfect podcast for a casual listen on a commute, or while i do some yard work i definitely recommend a listen it's easy to jump in with any episode so before i break that down a little bit just want to say a, a huge thank you uh, to uh chris here uh, sunny eclipse on instagram uh he, he messaged me saying he uh he tried to leave a review on spotify and he had it all typed out and then realized you can't leave reviews on spotify i don't know why you can just leave star ratings so he, he still sent it to me, and that means a lot. I really do appreciate that. Um, uh, so many things here, I just, you know, make me feel good. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that I can kind of connect with my fellow 90s Disney kids, because, because of this podcast and you guys, you know, reaching out to me on Instagram and stuff, I've truly realized that a lot of us have that same feeling about Disney, that same nostalgia, that same, almost like the same memories. And it's cool that we can kind of connect on that level. And one of my main things about this podcast is I, I do want it to seem like a conversation. Like I want it to, it, it's tough when it's just me by myself. You know, if there is, you know, you listen to podcasts, um, you know, the good ones often kind of have that feel like a conversation between two of the hosts When it's me just by myself, sometimes, you know, especially in the beginning, that was very tough because I'm just kind of talking to myself here. But I wanted to feel like a conversation with you guys, like fellow Disney people who can relate on, you know, just on another level. Um, And it does come off as amateur. You know, the editing and, and audio quality is not, definitely not polished. You guys, if you've been listening, you know, there's times I'm like, hey, sorry, guys, I'm driving, I'm in traffic, I'm picking up a pizza, the baby's crying. It is my passion project. Unfortunately, this isn't my job, like some podcasters. Like, I, some, I, I do my best, and sometimes it's tougher than other to get a new episode out every week. So there are times I have to sacrifice audio quality, editing. I make mistakes editing sometimes. I'm just trying to get it done so that you guys have something to listen to. You know, I like keeping it to routine. Like, if there's people out there listening who look forward to this podcast, like, I don't want to, like, skip a week or you know have a delay in days like because we all have routines like i have certain podcasts i like listening to while driving to work while you know warming up at the gym on the treadmill doing stuff around the house so thank you again for the uh, the very kind words i do appreciate it i appreciate all you guys listening and uh, you know sending in a review like this definitely makes me feel makes me feel good obviously um you know and it's one of those things that helps keep this podcast going because it is a passion project i don't i don't get paid i don't make any money off of this and to hear you guys say you know kind words like this definitely makes me want to keep going i've been so tired i honestly could not remember what last week's episode was about i had to look it up but last week's episode was all about your favorite disney souvenirs the top 10 things you love to buy while on vacation at walt disney world that was a fun one to do Definitely makes me want to uh, continue you know, collecting things and getting souvenirs on my Disney vacation. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that one yet, it's available everywhere. This week's episode is going to be a lot of fun. It's kind of based off one of you guys, one of the listeners. Actually, two listeners. I want to give a shout out to Sydney Swain on Instagram. Uh, she sent me a message saying that her mom started listening to the podcast and is a huge fan. And she liked my nostalgic takes and the vibes that I get from the things inside the park. So, this week's episode, I want to give a shout out to Andrea Frost. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Is Top 10 Best Vibes at Walt Disney World. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Work. So thank you again to Sydney and Andrea for helping me come up with this week's episode. I'm a huge vibes guy, and especially when it comes to Disney, I've noticed I say that a lot uh, when I do my top 10 lists, when I do episodes, you know, I kind of talk about how I love the vibes of certain areas, certain things, certain attractions. um, So that when, uh, when she messaged me talking about vibes, it just clicked in my head like, Best Disney World vibes. It seems like a good one to do. You know, and, and it kind of ties into nostalgia, it ties into memories, feelings, just you know, it, it's definitely a more opinionated list uh than some of the other ones that I did. And for this one, I'm not gonna lie, um I came up with a lot of them. And I wasn't sure if I should, you know, just make it an episode about all of the best vibes, but the the top 10 list format I think is a little more fun. It helps me kind of narrow things down, but I do have a lot of honorable mentions for this week's episode. I do have my top 10. I have some honorable mentions. Um, So I'll do my top 10 and my honorable mentions at the end, but I did have some honorable mentions that I'm just going to get out of the way first because there's a lot of vibes that once I was writing down, I realized just don't exist anymore. Um, So I figured I'm going to do my top 10 list of current best vibes at Walt Disney World, um, so there are some former ones that I might as well get out of the way because if I was doing like an all-time list, they would definitely be on there. And the first one that came to mind, especially with, you know, with recent changes going on, the first one I thought of uh, was Old Epcot, the old Innovations area, Future World, you know, with the, the fountain, the, the gold sparkly lights in the sidewalk, the music, the, those weird awning things electric umbrella like that area of epcot in my mind is one of my all-time favorite vibes uh at walt disney World. there was something about walking back there it always at night it always seemed empty it seemed calm and peaceful you have the fountain there with the music and the the neon lights it was it was something at epcot that i i experienced when i was five years old and when i was 25 years old you know and it's it didn't change, and I feel like it didn't have to, but just walking through that area, I can still picture it right now. It just makes me feel all sorts of fuzzy, you know, in my stomach just thinking about it, how I just, I love that area. There was just a peace and calmness around, um, you know, during the day, I feel like it was still pretty cool, pretty solid vibes. But at night back there, I don't know, there's just something special about it. It always reminds me too of the Boy Meets World episode with Corey and Topanga. Just I always loved that area. The music made it even better. I've made TikToks and Reels about it, but that was definitely a vibe at Walt Disney World. Another one I had uh, that no longer exists is the Osborne Lights at Disney's MGM Hollywood Studios. That was definitely a vibe. You know, when you're going to Disney around Christmas time, like that made it so special to see all of those lights, to see it synced. Uh, with you know cool christmas music the streets of america like it that was definitely a vibe another one i had was the old international gateway before the skyliner was put in now it's still uh, a pretty cool relaxing area just a little more hectic now with the skyliner there Um, that was that was definitely always one of my favorite spots another one here pleasure island you know pleasure island was a vibe you know i Unfortunately didn't get to experience it in its in its heyday in its prime. But I'll never forget like walking through Pleasure Island at downtown Disney when I was like 13, 14, 15 years old. And the one summer it was they had this event going on. It was called like it every night is New Year's Eve or something. And like every night at midnight they'd blow off fireworks and it was like a huge party. I'll never forget walking through that with my parents, this huge party scene and thinking to myself, like I cannot wait. Until I am old enough to come here and drink and party and have a good time. I used to like daydream about going like on a road trip with my buddy, you know down to Florida, hanging out at Pleasure Island, meeting some girls, you know, drinking, have a good time. And by the time I was 18, 19 years old, Pleasure Island was gone. you know Disney downtown Disney was changing, you know, and slowly turned into Disney Springs. I never got to uh, experience it in its fullness, but man, walking through Pleasure Island as a kid, was something it was a larger than life experience another one that still exists but um just to me it's not the same is chef Mickey's. chef mickey when you're a kid is a vibe like that is that was the place that me and my sister my cousin like that's where we wanted to eat that was our favorite place to eat um, you got the characters walk around the classic ones, and you get to meet Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto. But when they would stop and play that music, and everyone in the restaurant would swing their napkin around their head, and I think I think the song was like "Celebrate" or something like that. Like we would, I I'm surprised I didn't need Tommy John surgery from just spinning and twirling that towel in the air just as hard as I possibly could like that was our favorite place to go as a kid that was that was the best that was a vibe you know I haven't probably been there since I was like 13 or 14 years old um and you know because I'm older you know it's just not the same you know maybe once I take my son maybe I'll be like okay yeah like this is this is a vibe but Chef Mickey as a kid that was definitely one of my favorite vibes and then the last one I have here that um, you know doesn't exist anymore unfortunately is the old extra magic hours or even just the old park hours in general. the the extra magic hours at Disney back in the day definitely a vibe. Um, man, I remember when it first started. what a I remember you had to stand in line and show a cast member your resort your resort key and they would give you a wristband. And that meant you got to stay in the park and ride the rides. And back then, you know, the, the Magic Kingdom was always open until like midnight over the summer anyway. And there'd be times we'd be at the Magic Kingdom until two or three o'clock in the morning. Like this was like a regular occurrence. Like it was open that late, you know, it would open, be open till 1 a.m. or 2 a.m., you know, with extra magic hours, ride and rides. By the time you get out of there, it's 2.30, three o'clock. You know, I have a picture, uh, I think it was from like 2008, in front of the clock on main street it says 3 a.m like man that was a magical time because being in the park that late you know it just felt so empty but in a good way it felt so quiet and it was although there's still a good amount of people there it kind of felt like you had the park to yourself you know you know running and going on rides and just being able to take pictures without just a sea of people behind you like those were great times the old extra magic hours and the old park hours in general you know being at the park super late in the summer you're a kid you don't have to go to school you're on vacation it's a warm summer night there's no one there there's no wait times for the rides that was definitely one of my favorite vibes all right now that i got those out of the way i'll do my top 10 and i got a couple honorable mentions at the end so let's start us off with my number 10 my number 10 pick top 10 best vibes at walt disney world i'm gonna go with typhoon lagoon if you're not a water park person not a pool person maybe you disagree typhoon lagoon is a great vibe the vibes there it's like i i've been transported to a 1950s beach town like that's what it feels like when i walk in and you hear that 50s kind of surf music you hear the beach boys that type of music and you walk down you know you got the entrance you walk down like this main path and then you slowly start to see typhoon tilly and the wave pool in the background it is one of the best picture spots in my opinion in all of walt disney world very underrated it's such a cool view when you first see that wave pool and the giant ship kind of stuck in the mountain there And just a combination of that music that's constantly playing that makes you feel like you're on like, you know, in the fifties, you know, on the beach, on your way to the beach. Um, you know, especially when you go in the summer, it's a hot summer day. You hear that music, you see the water, you hear the water, you can hear the waves, all of that stuff, like makes it like just a great and special feeling. It feels magical. You know, although Typhoon Lagoon is a water park, it has great theming you know it's you know part of the disney decade you know i think it opened in 89 and it's themed like a uh, you know like a disney theme park like you forget where you're at you know it i just love it and just the the theming the music the the hot weather the cold water it's so refreshing once you get in there just thinking about it like i just it brings a smile to my face like i can picture myself you know in our in our little spot we always sit in the same spot i got to grab a beach chair you know put our stuff on the chair i'm putting on lotion as i hear that music and i see the big wave coming i'm just sprinting into the water as fast as i can to experience that first wave so my number 10 pick is typhoon lagoon you know mostly just the music and just the feeling of the hot weather the cold water the wave pool Just the people around you, like everyone is there, you know, doing the same thing, cooling off, enjoying the summer and, uh, you know, getting ready to jump and dive into some people in the wave pool. All right, let's move on to my number nine pick now, kind of similar to Typhoon Lagoon here. My number nine pick is night swimming. Now I, I know I've talked about night swimming a little bit on this podcast. I don't, I, I know I've talked about it a lot on my Instagram, night swimming, for me and my family was a staple of our Disney vacations. Like, night swimming was something we looked forward to. What I mean by that is, you know, after, especially back then, you know, you'd wake up early, get breakfast, go to the park, spend, you know, the entire afternoon in the park, come back to the hotel, change, eat, go back to the park, you know, until it closed. And then we would go down to the pool. We would spend, you know, an hour or two at the pool every night. This started when I was going with my family as a kid. And those are some of my, some of my best memories. I'm not even joking. Like I can still picture going to the Dixie landings pool, you know, with, with my cousins and my grandpa, you know, at 11 o'clock after a long day at the parks and just having the entire pool to ourselves. you know, I don't know if they had lifeguards during the day, but at least, you know, back then at night, you know, there's no lifeguards. We can kind of wrestle around in the pool. I can wrestle with my cousin. I can wrestle with my dad and, you know, not get in trouble. Um, just the the calmness, you know, it, it's quiet. It's dark. You're in this, like, nice heated pool with the lights. Like, we would bring all of our pool toys. And, like, it was like we had the entire pool to ourselves. It was never crowded. There maybe be, you know, a couple other families there doing the same thing. You know, although I think Disney technically says like the pools close at a certain time, like as long as you weren't being like over the top crazy and loud and, you know, causing trouble, they didn't, you know, they didn't really mind. So we would always do that. Um, You know, even as I've gotten older, I remember when we stayed at the Swan and Dolphin throughout like high school, like that was some of my favorite times. um, Because again, we'd spend all day at the parks and, you know, we don't want, we don't I don't know like sometimes you get back to the hotel and you don't want to just go to sleep you know this is our vacation we try to take advantage of you know every minute that we possibly can we'd go down to the pool i would always throw in my swimsuit and uh bring my basketball to swan and dolphin i'd shoot hoops and and kind of get like a little workout in and literally just take off my shoes or whatever and just jump into the water and it was the greatest feeling like working up a just into a just crazy sweat working out in the hot summer nights and then just jumping into a pool at the Swan and Dolphin like I absolutely loved those days and just night swimming is just reminds me of those Disney vacations with my family it's relaxing you can unwind if you're at a uh, a deluxe hotel you can you know take advantage of the hot tub even our last trip when we stayed at Saratoga Springs there were times you know I I wasn't going in the water as much um, but we'd go down to, uh, go, go down to the pool at, you know, 11 o'clock midnight and I would just kind of sit in the hot tub for a little bit, put my feet in the hot tub, just, you know, relax on a chair as my family's like in the pool, just, you know, fill up my mug at the, uh, at the pool bar area there. Just absolutely love night swimming. I think a part of it is coming from Chicago where we have terrible weather, like six months of the year, you know, you can only go to the pool, you know, from like June until August. Being able to go somewhere where you can go to the pool 24 hours a day is pretty special. So for me, my number nine pick, night swimming. I even forgot to mention, I could combine like 10, my number 10 and number nine, you know, night swimming at Typhoon Lagoon. We did that a couple times. One time when I was a kid, the first time, I'll never forget it. There was like no one there. My dad bought me this inflatable alligator that they let us take into the lazy river. I still have it in my parents' garage to this day. Again, I just remember being, like, amazed that it's, like, dark outside. The water's perfect. It it was such a good time. And I think they still have, like, those Glow H2O nights. And I haven't done one, uh, but I definitely need to check it out. All right, let's move on to my number eight pick. This one doesn't have to do with swimming or pools at all. My number eight pick is Pandora. Probably the most recent addition to my list. Like, I just can't deny how cool it is, how special it is, how magical it is just walking through pandora at animal kingdom and i've mentioned it before it's one of those things you you really do have to experience during the day and at night and like that's when you know disney is special when you it's it's the same thing nothing changes but you have to see it during the day you have to see it at night the vibes there are so cool i've been going to animal kingdom since it opened since i was 7 years old and when Pandora opened, I remember walking around that area and I was like, I don't, I don't know where I am right now. I've been in this park a thousand times and it feels like I'm in just a completely different place. Like they did such a good job with it. You know, everything about it is what makes it a, uh, a vibe as the kids would say. It's such a vibe, you know, the, the theming, the, the music or the sounds. I don't even know if it's music, it's just kind of like sounds and like ambient noise um, the lights the the waterfall, just everything about it is such a, I don't know. It's such a cool feeling just to be able to walk around there. Like that's like a place, um, if I'm bringing someone to Disney for the first time, like that's a place you bring them to kind of show it off. Like, look at this, like just look around you and you're just kind of looking around in awe of just how much effort and detail they put into everything around you, it, I don't know, just thinking about it reminds me of those, again, those vacations uh, with my parents and my my wife, like, visiting Pandora for the first time. It's a hot summer night at Animal Kingdom, and, you know, just seeing, like, the neon lights and the mountain and the waterfall going on Flight of Passage, just a great feeling. And uh, I think all of those things uh, is what makes it a good vibe, makes the vibes there very good. Let's move on to my number seven pick. My number seven, I'm gonna go with Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, or Halloween in general at Disney. That is a vibe. Um, Halloween at Disney, I think, is a is a special time. It's one of those, you know, I've talked about it a million times. Like I kind of like fell out of love with Halloween until I went to Disney for Halloween for the first time, and I was it just kind of brought me back. Kind of reminded me of, you know, being a kid and Halloween was this big, special, like, mystical event. And going to Disney for Halloween is great on so many levels. Going to the Halloween party, even if you don't go for the Halloween party, just seeing the Magic Kingdom decorated for fall and the Mickey pumpkins and just the fall decorations, the weather's a little different, that's a special feeling. That's a good vibe in itself, but especially the Halloween party. Mickey's not so scary. The... Probably the main thing here, the the first thing that pops in my head that makes it a vibe, that makes it on this list, is picture yourself. It's, you know, October 30th, October 31st. You're at the Magic Kingdom. It's a fall Florida day, you know. It's not as hot and humid. You're at the Magic Kingdom. You're at the Mickey's Not So Scary. It's not as crowded as the parks usually are. And you see the Headless Horseman riding down Main Street. Like, that that gave me chills the first time I saw it. It still gives me chills to this day. It is such a magical feeling. It is such a vibe to see that, you know, the it's dark. You see the Headless Horseman. The parade is great. You have all the fall decorations. Everyone's in costumes. That is what makes Disney a vibe. Like, those types of things. And the Halloween party is great. You know, I've, I've done episodes on it, on how to improve it, what they can add to it. The Halloween party itself, I think, is really well done. Um, and that's, you know, that feeling of being on Main Street and watching the Headless Horseman is why I just really want Disney to keep growing Halloween at Disney and just making making it a resort-wide special event so that for the people who can't make it to the Magic Kingdom for Mickey's Not-So-Scary, can have like a similar type of feeling elsewhere around the resort, whether it's at another park, whether it's at a a resort at Disney Springs somewhere. Um, I just think everyone needs to experience that. It's one of my goals to bring my parents to Disney for Halloween so that my parents can experience that. And you know, the headless horseman Halloween Mickey's not so scary is a vibe. All right. What are we at now? Number six for my number six pick. I went with resort lobbies specifically the polynesian and wilderness lodge those are the two that really pop out to me that are just kind of different than the other resorts those are the two resorts where i can just you just feel different the vibes there are just different you know the polynesian i think is number one i think a lot of people would agree with that one You walk in, it's just different, you know. You do kind of feel like you're in Hawaii. You're on like a Hawaiian tropical island. The music, the lobby. I know they've kind of changed around the lobby area a little bit. But you walk in and hear that music. And you see the lobby and the decorations. And, you know, the cast members are in Hawaiian shirts with Lays, And the smell, the scent, you know. It's just different there. The vibes there. I walk in and I'm a different person. Like, I walk into the Polynesian. And it honestly just makes me want to do whatever I can possible to make enough money for my family where we can stay there one day comfortably. You know, it it has that effect on me. I'm sure it has that effect on some people too, like some other people too. It's just different there. You know, you got the monorail upstairs, you can walk around the resort, like you see like there's like tiki torches, they have dole whips. It's just different there. The vibes there, I love that kind of Hawaiian tropical vibe. I love walking through the gift shop, just walking around the lobby, you know, taking a stroll down to the quick service area, even just kind of walking back by the pool and looking over the the lagoon is just great. It's a special feeling. Love the vibes at the Polynesian. And Wilderness Lodge is is a close second for me, you know, I love the Wilderness Lodge Resort. I've stayed there once, but it's one of those, like, we always make an effort to get there. Whether we're going there just to kind of hang out for the day, just walk around. Whether we're going there for a breakfast or, or food reservation. You walk into the Wilderness Lodge and it's different. You feel like you're in this big, cozy cabin. Again, another goal of mine is to go to Disney for Christmas and stay at Wilderness Lodge. Like, that's a goal for me. Just because the vibes there have this just such a homey cozy feeling to it especially in the winter even though it doesn't get that cold in florida it still just kind of feels like a good winter resort um you know seeing like the the big lobby ceilings with all the wood carvings and the fireplace and just i don't know i walk through there and it just instantly puts me in a good mood love walking around that resort and just again the vibes there are just different All right, top five now. So for my number five pick of best vibes at Walt Disney World, my number five is being on a ride during the fireworks. This is a specific one, and it's something that you kind of have to time it right, but I think if anyone's listening has experienced this, I think you, you can agree. It's different. It's magical. It's a vibe. Like, the one that pops in my head, unfortunately, is Splash Mountain. There was a few times because back in the day um, our plan was you know during the fireworks or the parade like we would always head over to the frontier land and ride thunder mountain and splash mountain as much as possible so there's been plenty of moments where we've been on splash mountain during the fireworks and being able to hear the music and see the fireworks as you're on splash mountain it it just didn't get any better than that like Obviously, it's still kind of burned in my brain. You know, you don't forget memories like that. Like, that is a vibe, being on a ride during, you know, a firework show. You can, you know, the the People Mover is another one. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train I've been on. Just, it's it's a special feeling. Like, as many times as I've been to Disney, I'll never forget it. I think it was our last trip. We were on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We've been to Disney uh, however many times. We've ridden so many rides. We're on the Mine Train. And we came out and the fireworks were going off and like everyone in our car, as we're like zooming around on this roller coaster, like gave like an extra shout, like an extra cheer and kind of pointed to the fireworks. Like you can tell it just makes it different. It's a special feeling to be able to experience that. It's a magical feeling. Love the vibes. Like you're on vacation, you're on this, you know, roller coaster, you're on this ride and all of a sudden there's fireworks in the sky. I mean, come on, that is just absolutely perfect. So um, that's my number five pick. Being on a ride or riding a ride uh, during the fireworks where you can see them, you can hear them, you can experience them, definitely makes it a good vibe. All right, my number four pick is Sunset Boulevard at Night slash Sunset at Hollywood Studios. Again, this is just one of those feelings. It's just being able to see tower of terror and walking down sunset boulevard during you know at night at sunset like right when the sun is setting it's it's a magical feeling it's a great feeling you know again part of it i think is hearing that old-timey music it just it it transports you to just like a different time and place you know when you're there and you hear that music and you see you know the tower of terror the street you know people walking down the street it's just a great it's just a magical feeling i love um hollywood studios at night walking down sunset boulevard it, again it kind of reminds me of being a kid uh, for whatever reason it's just kind of stuck in my brain like seeing that picture i would you know once we got like cell phones with with cameras in them i would always try to get a picture of tower of terror at night it looks just amazing there with all the lighting on the building Hearing the music, the old timey music is great. And, you know, especially around sunset, you know, our last trip, me and my wife took a picture there, like, you know, right at sunset, you know, the sun wasn't setting yet, but it was close and it's kind of darker. And I I honestly, th- honestly think it's my favorite picture of us, like my all time favorite picture, just everything about it. Like we had just gotten engaged the day before, like we're wearing these cute outfits. It's a picturesque background, like the the street wasn't that crowded. We're doing like this cool pose. And I think just that will forever be engraved in my brain. And just hearing that music and seeing that view uh, is what makes that a great vibe for me. So I think I'm at my top three now. This list went by pretty quick. But my number three pick, now these top three are like my all-time favorites. This was this was easy to come up with my top three. It's just putting them in order. My number three pick best vibes at Walt Disney World is the boardwalk. I just did an episode on the boardwalk resort a couple weeks ago. If you haven't listened, check that one out. I kind of just go in depth about the boardwalk, the history, the future, the vibes. The boardwalk vibes are unmatched. They're, they're, they're the best. You know, I, I could probably include it with my, um, my pick with Wilderness Lodge and Polynesian, but the boardwalk is more than just the lobby. It's the entire area the Epcot resort area I'll uh, I'll include all of those into here going to the boardwalk you know again it's one of those things like it's almost like two different things like during the day and at night i think it's just more special at night and a lot of my memories of the boardwalk are either going there for breakfast and then going to the going to Epcot or just going there at night is kind of just burned in my brain and just walking around the boardwalk again kind of hearing that old-timey music my my all-time favorite spot, the Boardwalk Grass. Um, I've talked about that a lot. I'm such a weirdo. Like, I just love that grassy area at the Boardwalk. I've always wanted to just kind of hang out there, play some catch. Again, that's a that's a future goal of mine, to be able to stay there. You know, they got the Boardwalk Games. You usually have some sort of street entertainment. There's a lot of people out and just, you know, walking around drinking, eating, you know, like riding bikes. Um You have, you know, my my all-time favorite restaurant was there, ESPN Club. I love the gift shops there. But it's not even just about, like, the restaurants and food and, and shops. It's just the feeling of the Boardwalk area. You're in this place, Walt Disney World, however many thousands of people. It's crowded all the time. Like, I always went in July. It was always crowded. It's always hot. But we'd go to the boardwalk and and walk around the boardwalk at night, and there was like this just calmness, this just relaxing feeling that always just I always felt. And you know, a lot of times we you know if we're finishing up the night, we'd get something to eat from the bakery or maybe grab some ice cream, and we're just kind of walking around, maybe sitting down at a table, enjoying just the vibes. You know, the lights, being able to see the boardwalk, the Yacht and Beach Club, the Swan and Dolphin just a great view all around you know i love those surrounding hotels the swan and dolphin i stayed at probably the most you know yacht and beach is a great place your walking distance to epcot and hollywood studios i love those walks like again the international gateway Tree skyliner had another grassy area where i could have just hung out all day whether it's playing catch on the grass just sitting on a bench just love the vibes back there um you guys know how much I love the boardwalk area. I don't have to keep, you know, rambling on about it. But the vibes there, it's just different. You know, it's it's this weird, relaxing feeling that I don't think you can get anywhere else at Walt Disney World. That brings me to my number two pick. Again, this is another one. If <laughs> There's a trend here with things at night. My number two pick is Tomorrowland at night. I've made TikToks about this. I've made reels about this. Tomorrowland at night at night at the magic kingdom is just different the vibes there are immaculate being able to walk through there and just see you know you seeing tomorrowland seeing the theming seeing the speedway the people mover space mountain you know that stretch um you know between monsters inc and stitches great escape and buzz lightyear like it's one of those places although some of the things have changed like i can walk through there and it's like I'm a ten-year-old kid again, with that classic music. They, that is, they better never take away that classic music and the sounds and the music of Tomorrowland is what makes it a vibe, you know. Along with like those neon lights, it's oh, it's absolutely perfect. I think part of the reason why I have such an attachment to Tomorrowland at night, and like I just stated, you know, it, I can walk through and feel like a, I'm a ten-year-old kid again. It just brings me back to all of those summer nights as a kid at Walt Disney World. You know, it's it's the summer. I'm with my family, my cousins, my parents, my grandma-grandpa, we're all at Disney together. And the Magic Kingdom would always be open so late, as I talked about earlier, you know, it was open till midnight, it seemed, every single time we went. And with extra magic hours, and when you got to like Tomorrowland, it just felt so empty. Again, it just felt like you had the entire park to yourself. And I can just picture still to this day, like me and my sister and my cousins, like sprinting to Space Mountain to ride Space Mountain as many times as we could. And even recently, you know, going with my wife, you know, just walking around Tomorrowland, you know, always trying to get one last ride in on Space Mountain, uh, you know, sprinting over there, the people mover, the sounds. It's just, you know, getting ice cream at uh, anti-gravities over there just love everything about it tomorrowland at night i think we can all agree is one of the best vibes at walt disney world um again if you (laughs) i've i've made reels and tiktoks about it watch one of those reels i'll maybe i'll repost it just watch it you know it's i play the the classic music and i just show kind of pictures of tomorrowland and just it brings you back all right, let's get to my number one pick here. My number one best vibe at Walt Disney World is checking into your hotel on the first day. The first day of your Disney vacation is the best day. It is one of the greatest feelings in the world. Checking into your Disney hotel on that first day is, man, it's, it's an emotion. It's a feeling I wish I could just like tap on demand, like, Whenever I'm feeling down, if I'm stressed, if I'm crabby, if I'm upset, I wish I could just like press a button and get that rush of endorphins that you get on your first day, your first time checking into your Disney hotel. Because, like, we've all been there, you know, especially if you're like me traveling, you know, traveling is is a hassle. You know, we'd be flying into Orlando, you get to the Orlando airport, the vibes there are already great. You Either you rent a car, you take the Magical Express, you get to your hotel and walking in through those doors for the first time and walking through the lobby and you feel that air conditioning, you smell that Disney smell Um, for us. Like, again, just like certain memories kind of pop out, you know, the Swan and Dolphin, Wilderness Lodge, Old Key West, Contemporary, like all those times going to Disney with my family even recently Saratoga Springs and my mom would she'd be the one she'd be the one that always went and checked in and we'd be just kind of hanging out in the lobby walking you know to the gift shop check out the gift shop check out the pool what a great feeling it's a rush like i said of endorphins dopamine serotonin all of that stuff that makes you feel good that first day knowing that you have your entire Disney trip ahead of you you have all the time in the world it seems like you're just looking ahead. I love it. It's the best. We we've all been there. My dad has a rule. Like he's he's always said this. He has a rule that when we're checking in to never make eye contact with the people who are checking out because at the other end of the spectrum that is the worst feeling in the world is you know, and, and we've all we've all seen it. You're, you're walking into the hotel for the first time. You're, you're bringing all your suitcases and stuff in. You've just been traveling. You're tired, but you just got like this rush of energy as you you know enter the lobby. Maybe you're taking pictures on your phone, and you see that family walking past you. You know, they look sad. They look disheveled. They look defeated. They got like 12 suitcases. There's a baby crying, and they're walking past you you know, going to the magical, uh, magical Express or taking their bags out to their rental car to, you know, to end their vacation. We don't make eye contact with them. That That is an unwritten rule. But it just, that feeling uh, is just what, when I thought about this episode and doing a Top 10 Disney vibes, like that's the one I had in my mind because I, I know me, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate, like that is like when I'm at my happiest moment is, you know, Getting to Disney, finally getting to your hotel, walking in on that first day, you know, you're checking in, you you you're just looking around. You're I'm already getting my refillable mug, you know, getting that filled with coffee or something. Kind of planning on what you're gonna do the rest of the day. Like I think a lot of us have our first day traditions. Like I kind of like getting to our Disney hotel, and then just kind of getting settled in a little bit, and then just kind of hanging out at Disney Springs at night, uh, and then you know getting some rest and you know starting off the next morning going into the parks but that's a great feeling in itself like you're at the hotel you know you get to go to your room if you're there for long enough you can unpack your suitcase that's always a great feeling you know and then going to disney springs that first night i feel like it's like a good buffer for me like a good way to kind of ease ourselves into our disney vacation but that is my number one that is the best vibe in all of Walt Disney World, anyone who's ever been there and stayed at a Disney uh, resort, I think, can relate. That first day, checking into your hotel. Oh, man, I wish I wish I was going tomorrow. Um, that is the best feeling in the world. But that is my top 10 list, top 10 Disney World vibes. I do have some honorable mentions. The first one I had here, I almost had on my list. Uh, was being on a rowdy attraction or like a energetic car. What I mean by that is when you're riding a certain ride and it seems like everyone is into it, everyone's got a little extra energy, the cast members, the other people on the ride. I myself have, have done this a lot, um, especially back in the day when we'd be going on Thunder and Splash Mountain like late at night back to back. I would always try to get a slow clap started on Thunder Mountain. You, know, you you sit down. You're about you're about to leave the station. You hear the little instructions. I would start a slow clap every single time, and it was the best feeling. It was an energy rush uh, when all the other people around me uh, would join in. Like I'm talking about, like I was doing this like probably like four years ago. Like I was a grown man starting a slow clap. Thunder Mountain and then sometimes I'd started on the on the way back into the station as well uh you know when everyone's into it that's a bonus the cast members you know I remember being a kid and going on rock I remember one time we were at Hollywood Studios it was a Friday night and me and my cousins went on rock and roller coaster like three times and like it was probably like close to midnight like the park was about to close and we just went back to back to back and the cast members were you know, we're in a great mood, you know, their shifts about the end, it's the end of the night, it's a Friday night, everyone was into it, like, the people were yelling, people were clapping, people were making jokes, like, I remember, like, specifically remember that moment, Um, you know, being on the Seven Dwarfs Mind train when everyone gets into it and is, you know, rocking their cars back and forth, like, being on a energetic, uh like, I, I use the word rowdy, uh, but, like, not, like, out of control or, like, over the top, like obnoxious, but just like into it. Like everyone's clapping, everyone's cheering, everyone's laughing. Um, I think that is a, a great vibe at Disney. Another one I had, honorable mention, I had the phantasmic crowd. Sometimes the crowd really gets into it before the show starts and you see the crowd do, you know, like the wave or start cheering. You know, sometimes they have a pre-show kind of cast member, like just do some entertainment, uh, but you can just kind of feel electricity in there, you know, there's so many people in that small stage area. Everyone's excited to see Fantasmic. That crowd can get pretty riled up. That could be pretty fun. And then the last honorable mention I had here was the Piano Bar at Port Orleans Riverside. I think it's Riverside. Yeah, uh, that place is, you know, when, when I was staying there, I wasn't old enough to enjoy it. Uh, but we've been there plenty of times now as I'm, I've gotten older. Um, and sometimes we would just go there to get like something to eat at the food court late at night. The piano bar is a great time. It's rocking. You know, that was always a cool place to go like you know, a dueling piano bar is always kind of fun. Um just kind of hearing the music, people singing, people cheering, people clapping. Uh but the vibes there were always great as well. And I think I actually had one more here. I didn't know how to exactly say it, but Bre- like going down to the food court for breakfast or going down to the food court at your hotel to start a day. That's a vibe I've really come to enjoy. Like I've talked about a lot, like when we stayed at like art of animation, Saratoga Springs, I love getting up a little early. I kind of get up early anyway and walking down to the main lobby or the food court area and getting my coffee, you know, picking up some food for my wife And just enjoying the people around me. Like everyone there is kind of doing the same thing. Everyone's there. There's this energy. There's this buzz amongst the people. You know, everyone's in Disney. They're on vacation. The kids are happy running around. It's 7 a.m. and there's kids, you know, running around, dancing around. You never see that at home. You know, your parent, all the parents there are filling up their coffee mugs. Everyone's getting good food. It smells great. I don't know. I just love that. Like it started at Art of Animation. Um, we would always stay in the car suite and just that little walk, you know, it'd take, take me maybe three or four minutes to walk from the, the car suite down to the food court. And I, I bring my coffee mug and just seeing all the kids and the families there, you can just feel their energy and feel like, just like the happiness. Um, and plus, you know, I'm, I'm getting chocolate chip waffles and eggs and bacon and coffee like that, that definitely helps, but just seeing that and being around that energy Um, That is definitely a vibe for me as well. I find it, it's like almost like the calm before the storm, but that wraps up my list. I had a bunch of honorable mentions, you know, some that don't exist anymore. Some other ones, my top 10, let me know what you guys think. Um, Hit me up on Instagram. If you agree with my list, if you have some suggestions, like what are some of your favorite Disney world vibes, like which ones that I miss, which ones mean a lot to you. You know, this list is very opinionated. It's, it's, based off of feelings it's based off of nostalgia based off of just your personal mood uh but i love i loved doing this one uh this is a lot of fun you know uh the kids nowadays they always say like oh it's a vibe uh so i, I felt like i was kind of cool and hip you know saying uh, my top 10 disney world vibes you know as, as the days go on here it, it definitely i don't want to say it's a for sure thing but it's probably like a 90 percent chance that we're going to be going down to disney in july uh, with our son he's gonna be about one year old um, and I think when it get definitely when it gets closer I'm going to I'm gonna reach out to you guys uh, for advice tips anyone that's listening to this that has um, you know a, a small child a baby or, or you know anyone who brought their kids around that age you know what tips and advice will you have for me I'm gonna you know rely on you guys I, I'm not gonna lie I'm pretty I don't want to say I'm nervous, but, you know, a little nervous. Yeah, it's, you know, I've been to Disney so many times. Like, this is a completely different trip, you know. We can't do some of the things and do things exactly how we used to. And I think my my parents might be going as well, uh, which is great because we'll have, you know, an, some extra hands to kind of help us out. But it's going to be an entirely different vacation, you know, we we're going to have a one-year-old. It's going to be hot. You know, I think, honestly, I'm more anxious about actually getting there. The the flying, the traveling. Uh, you know, I've kind of mentioned driving. I don't know which would be better, flying with a one-year-old or driving. I, I hate flying already, so, I, you know, I'm kind of open to anything. But as nervous and kind of anxious as I am, I am very excited. And it's one of those things. You know, when, when I'm sitting in traffic or I'm stressed or I'm at work or I'm in a bad mood, uh, I'm starting to think about, you know, stuff we could be doing down in Disney. Meeting Mickey for the first time with him, you know, going to the pool, you know, getting him in a, in his swim outfit. Uh, so stuff like that is really helping me get through some of these days. And that's one of my goals for this podcast is to, if you guys are going through the same thing, like help you guys get through it too. Like, I'm like you guys, I get stressed, work. Life, traffic, money, all that stuff. Um, hopefully, I was able to provide you a little bit of Disney magic for whatever 45 minutes or so, kind of give you guys a little escape. You know, Disney's my happy place, I'm sure like a lot of you guys can relate to that. Um, but thank you guys for listening. You guys are the best. I've we have just made the best Disney community. I love. Talking with you guys online, on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. It's Disney World Today. It's all one word. You can find me on there. My my DMs are open. If you are listening, if you have a comment, a suggestion, whether it's Disney related or not. If you have ideas for the show, a top 10 list. If you want to talk about sports, movies, life, uh, feel free. Also, you can follow me on TikTok. Hit that subscribe button. Super quick, super easy. You can leave me a rating and a review. And that pretty much ends this episode. Don't really have much else to say right now. You guys have a good rest of the week. Have a good weekend. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode, ready to talk some Disney as always. Oh yeah. Always remember, it all started with a mouse.